Hello, hello, friend. Hi. <laughs> hello, hello, everyone. Welcome. 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 Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are on the glorious globe. May found in peace and harmony with your soul. I am Mama Gigi, and today I have a special guest. Um, <laughs> it's my child, eldest, and we're here to just discuss life and how how whomever feels comfortable speaking on whatever topics, then today that's where we're going to be. We're just going to open flow. Please come forward, say your name, and where you can be found on your social media platforms. Hi, so I'm Blue Students, uh, who that owns Blue Students on Twitch. <laughs> I'm a variety streamer, and I am also can be found on YouTube for True Crime. I only have one video out, but it is on the 44 Days of Hell of Junko and Ashima. And I will be coming out with a new video soon, a better one, a highly edited one. It's in the <laughs> making. Yeah, editing. <laughs> here on here at the safe haven, it's raw and uncut. No circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, how are you today? How are you feeling? What are you what how is your mental health today? I'm say uh I'm at a nine point five, which is pretty good. Almost at a ten, but you know. There's always that creeping anxiety at the end of the day. An iced coffee doesn't make it better. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I had two espressos morning. Ooh, I had a bacon egg and cheese from Dunkin' Donuts, and an iced coffee with oat milk. I'm still trying to finish it because it was a large. Okay. So I have various questions. You know, we had tried recording twice before <laughs> just earlier today, and we had various difficulties. I blame it on the solar burp. And that's what I'm stick with because that works. <laughs> well, I switched um, over to desktop. Things are a lot better now. Oh, okay, cool. Awesome, awesome. So, um, what are your preferred pronouns? My pronouns are they and them. Um, I will say, moving forward, saying preferred pronouns, a lot of people have a, a problem with that because it's not what you prefer to be called. It's just what you are. Yeah, I have, I have various individuals whom either say that they are they them, she her, he him, or all of the above. So to me as being a respectful being, because I am she her and they them. Um understanding how you want to be addressed is quite important. Um me. I extend the same courtesy to others. So 
how do you feel about you know the alphabet mafia mental health and living in a world where everything currently is you're going to be canceled <laughs> so when it comes to cancel culture like let's for an example let me say let's say let's talk about kanye west right people have tried to cancel kanye west but it's not going to happen because kanye is kanye right like to back in 2008 when he said that beyonce had the greatest music video of all time people tried to bash him they i believe that once you get to a certain point of celebrity status like you can't be canceled because you're always going to have a platform and there's always going to be people to advocate versus if you were a, a smaller content creator and someone digs and digs up your past and then that's it your career is kind of done before it started mm -hmm. that's one thing that bothers me about cancel culture can people will say that oh cancel culture doesn't exist it's holding people accountable and it's like I understand that you want to hold people accountable. However, when it comes to trying to hold said people accountable over social media and you don't know these celebrities, you don't, you can't see their growth, but you also can't see their regression either. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Very true. So I believe that when it comes to cancel culture, I think that we should definitely just disregard it and, moving forward to see what people's actions are but i also mm. feel as if since people are always watching what they say you still you wouldn't really know someone's true intentions on whether they're racist or they're transphobic you know mm -hmm. like with i watched dave Chappelle's uh recent special uh-huh and when it came to people, you know, claiming that he was transphobic, I think that his, it wasn't actually transphobic. It was people who didn't see the, the context of what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. They were the ones making the most noise. Correct. And when it comes to Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle has always, 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 always has been someone who is against white people <laughs> rather than being against any other uh, majority or minority. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say that I did have a problem with him comparing uh, the whole instance of Asians being killed to what happened with uh, baby with because the baby is not my favorite rapper nor do i condone any of his actions but back in 2018 he did kill someone but he was protecting his daughter and protecting himself because he was going to be robbed so when it comes to that instance i will definitely say that you know in in self-defense you can't compare those two situations Now, I wanted to ask you, what are what what are 
your passions in life? I like money. Also, <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> uh, <laughs> you're very passionate about acquiring tenure. <laughs> I'm passionate when it comes to having an entrepreneurial like spirit and mindset. Uh, I'm very ambitious. I'm passionate about social advocacy, especially when it comes to voicing uh, social issues when it comes to being a minority and against police brutality. Okay. Um, what do you hold most sacred? What do I hold most sacred? Yeah. Preservation of self. A lot of people would say family, uh, and if I said that, I know that it'd be lying. So, what is something that you are extremely selfish with? Ooh, that's a hard one. <laughs> I'm a selfish person in general. Uh huh. But what's something that like, nah, fuck that. You ain't getting none. Like, this mine, mine, all mine. mine, mine, mine. What are you seagull about? Like, seagull about. Like, finding Nemo seagull. <laughs> I, would have to, I would have to say, um, when it comes to, like, my clothes. I don't like sharing my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and I know people are going to listen to this and be like, wow, she raised a stuck-up child. And it's like, no. I just seem that way because I know that it keeps people at bay and away from me. So it's more of a defense mechanism. Yeah, definitely. Because I've been uh, used quite a bit. So it comes to a point where it's like, mm, what seems, what's the best way to present myself to be an awful person? <laughs> wow. That's deep. Okay. What is one thing that people would be surprised to know about you? That I'm actually very generous. And I may seem like a bitch, but I'm, I'm very nice. And I'm willing to do anything and everything for those I care about. That's a very profound statement. And most may not even understand how serious that goes. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Others don't know. Okay, so what is a trick that you use to stretch a meal for yourself? Like, if there's some, like, plate of food that you know like, damn, I'm going to be real sad when this shit is over. I'll get food depression after this shit. What would you do to stretch the meal? So I really love curry, right? And so what I would do is I'll make a lot of curry sauce, right? <laughs> and then if there's a lot of sauce left over, I'll just add more meat and more veggies to it. And it'll last me a few more days. <laughs> yes. Sausage. <laughs> you love that salsa. 
like as fattening as it might sound like when it comes to either curry like the sauce of the curry or if it comes to pho broth i oh to just drink it out of the cup i'd be very happy i <laughs> like i'll keep pho broth in the freezer like i'll make a big thing and i will freeze it and i'll have it for months and it's like oh it's cold outside hmm. and i'll defrost it and just drink it like how people have their morning coffee nice so that's another thing other people may not know about you that you're you're an avid cook oh yeah i love to cook especially like, like making large roasts or oh i made ratatouille two weeks ago that came out banging i yeah. thought it was gonna be a lot harder than it was but it was really really fun and i got my oven fixed so i've been baking again i made a really nice uh cheesecake i made a guava cheesecake right Ooh. and i used maria cookies as the base as the crust that's so ethnic <laughs> i'll be like galletitas maria hello like <laughs> maria cookies those are the bomb oh that's so amazing i love that i love that so what what do you love most about yourself? What do I love most about myself? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a hard one because I really like me. Like, I have a photo of myself on my desk. <laughs> well, you, there, was, there was a point in time where that wasn't a thing. There was a lot of point of time where that wasn't a thing. You know, I was very self-deprecating. But then I realized with with a lot of your encouragement that, you know, that's not the case. That there's nothing to hate. Okay. What's one thing that you've improved on for yourself? Self-image. And when it comes to also body positivity and realizing that just because... Uh, I am a plus size individual. That doesn't mean that I can't dress cute and that I can't, you know, inf- have a great sense of style. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So many people are fat phobic and enjoy the ideals of body shaming. It's so disgusting. Yeah, I see it so avid, especially on TikTok, where people will edit their videos. And I've heard young girls like, oh, I wish I had that body shape, or I wish I looked like that. So much so where I've made videos in response like, no, that's airbrushed, and that's Photoshop, and it's not real. Right. Like well, That's the world we're living in, especially now with this whole meta metaverse thing. Like, there is no, there's very little... There's very little content that isn't edited. And I'm talking about like images, videos, like the whole world would be like, yeah, yeah, let's keep it real. And it ain't nothing but filters and bullshit. The world is obsessed with keeping it real or keeping it 100 and not understanding what it really means or forgetting what it means to actually be genuine. We, we're in a digital age where everyone has it at their fingertips to look perfect 
or be perfect and they're still so obsessed with it and whether people realize like oh i've become conscious of it they still continue because this is just the day and age that we live in because i'm not going to say that it's sad because even i have bought into it and time to time i will use a filter absolutely i like you know what's funny like everyone likes using the really cutesy filters (laughs) i like ugly as shit filters i like the i like the ones that distort your face so badly like you have (laughs) bug eyes or like it it elongates your mouth and it distorts you like it's like yo i don't even look like this but this shit is fun to play with those are the filters i mostly enjoy the ones that really distort your face and you're able to put on a mask without masking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those to me are the most fun. So I have a very serious question. Because you know, we've been we've been, you know, chit-chatting. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that men and women can be friends? That is a loaded question. I think that men and women can be friends as long as things are kept open, at, like as open as possible, considering that a lot of men, when they befriend women, they usually have an ulterior motive uh, when it comes to sleeping with said uh, said woman that they have their eye on or that they're trying to befriend. And once right. they realize that, okay, I don't have this opportunity. They have that choice whether they want to stick around and stay that person's friend or they just go ghost, which I've experienced a lot. (laughs) A lot. Yeah. So like, okay, so I had, I had a, my friend, like 20, and he was on the bot on the podcast. And I I asked him the same question, mm-hmm. and he basically said no. And in him saying no, I can honestly tell you that my my heart felt sad. Like I felt such sadness because I realized that there's so many males in the world that really adhere to predatory behavior. Yes. Yes, they do. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 borderline rape culture, if not rape culture. No, it's totally rape culture because it's 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 definitely predatory because it's like okay, if I could keep you around enough and maybe I could convince you that I'm a good enough person, or if I'm nice to you, you'll sleep with me. Rather than seeing yeah. women as people, it's just all right you are the object of my affection not you're another person and mm. i think that it's kind of silly that men will put on performances for other men right to impress other men rather than put in the work to impress a woman mm. Mm. that part and we see it time and time again like when it comes to the female gaze, men have no idea what the female gaze is. They think that women want 
a man with rippling abs like he's fresh like and he's drenched in sweat and stuff and it's like no the female gaze is i want a man that holds babies and he just like i just came home and he cleaned the kitchen or he did just something nice and did something thoughtful because he thought of me correct oh those are thoughts that you know that the term that they commonly are using currently is called simping see and and that's the thing i don't believe in simps like me neither i just think that like oh that guy bought you a game he's a simp and it's like or he all right maybe he did do this to try to win my affection will i abuse it probably not are there women out there who will yes and you know what i don't blame them either we live in a capitalist society number one Number mm-hmm. two, if women are providing a service to men by being nice to them and getting something out of it, do it. Because guess what? You might as well take advantage of the system. Get what you can. Mm. Get the bag. Right. Make his pockets hurt. <laughs> do, 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 do. Which <laughs> I've, had, <laughs> I've had men buy me things fully knowing that I have a husband. Fully knowing I'm not gonna leave him. Mm-hmm. And I'm still thankful and I'm still nice to them and I'm still in contact with them. I don't find them to be Simpson. They're just willing, they find sexual gratification by giving me things. All right. They're getting off on it. I'm getting free stuff. It's a transactional thing. So therefore, are you really a simp? No, we're just participating in a bartering system in a capitalist society. Mm. So here's my question since we're talking about capitalism. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that prostitution should be legal? Yes. I definitely think prostitution should be legal. It's been done in Kazakhstan and in Uzbekistan and other countries, especially in Holland, prostitution has been legalized and regulated and it's been great. Sex workers will be able to contribute via taxes, which they have to do anyway, right? So they might as well get a return on it. When it comes to sex work, sex workers should have free health care. So that way no one contracts any other life-threatening diseases such as HIV. HIV might even go down if people have better health care systems. Truth. On top of that, sex workers should be, I believe those women should have access to things. It is the oldest profession in the book. Absolutely. It it literally funded towns. Very true. The old West. Yes. Back in Nevada in the 1800s, Madame LaLaurie, she opened up a prostitution, a brothel in a town and it literally funded schools it funded hospitals and guess what when they were trying to get the west to vote they said if our women can vote we'll join the rest of the union Mm. and guess what it took them a while it was very progressive Mm. what do you say to men that think that Prostitution is not a job. 
I'm gonna let you answer and then I'm gonna give you my answer. It most certainly is a job. If you could sell your body to the government, what does it matter? Say that. My father served in the military 20 years and guess what? He has back problems and he is physically now at the physical age of a 60 year old when he joined at the ripe age of 18. And you know what? He got something out of it. So what does it matter? And a lot of sex workers who do it for a, a number of years know how to invest. Mm-hmm. My friend, she currently is a sex worker in Las Vegas. She dances at a number of clubs. She also has an OnlyFans. This girl has a Roth IRA. She's got two Teslas. She's investing in cryptocurrency and she's investing and eco-friendly tampons. Yes. That coochie care. Everybody need that coochie care. Everybody need that coochie care. So Eco-friendly so- is amazing because th- there's so much pollution. You know, humanity is really screwing up our, our, our earth so badly. By May of 2022, uh, the state of New Jersey is now banning complete plastic so no stores can provide plastic bags only paper or people have to bring their own bags which i think is great for the environment i know that to some that's inconveniencing but listen if the world keeps getting any warmer we're done for for sure absolutely absolutely so here's my answer to those who tell me that sex work is not work Mm. right so I literally had this conversation and I'm like, yo, you seriously telling me that a woman, man, or whomever, a being that is a sex worker that's putting in hours, whether it be on a pole, on their back, in the back of a vehicle, wherever it may be. Mm-hmm. If you're sweating, my guy, you put in some hours. You put in some, you killing calories, baby. <laughs> you can't sit here and tell me. You know how crazy it is to sleep with someone that you don't have an, a, a, an attraction to, but it's just like, all right, bet I'm going to work. Like, let me go to work, work. Or like as someone who's de- like, I'm demisexual. I can't engage in sexual activity unless I have a strong connection, emotional connection with that person. Correct. Like, right. For someone to go in, not have any sexual chemistry with that person, and be able to put on a great performance in bed. Exactly. And and let alone, like, make sure that other person is satisfied. That takes skill. And that takes knowing anatomy. So Correct. Not only are you great at customer service. Hello. You know how to perform. That's a performance. You are at. You are an elite actress or actor. You know what I'm saying? That is entertainment. Great work ethic. You work well with others. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're, you're contributing to economic status. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you're working with other sex workers, you're a team player. Team player. Exactly. So like, I'm like, okay, so everyone is up in arms about quote unquote morality. Listen, people's morality 
is, is, is interchangeable. When you deal with someone who has specific ethics, they don't, most people don't change their code of ethics. They will switch up their morality though. That's why I think that if society functioned on ethics rather than morality, things would be a lot better. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of people will not switch up that quickly on their ethics. Like, nah, this is not what I'm into. I'm either yes on this or a no on this. You know what I'm saying? People stand firm 10 toes down on something they feel strongly about. And it's like, yo, this is my ethics. This is, this is not. Like, they stand on their integrity. Right. And integrity as a person is everything. Correct. Absolutely true. Because I feel as if if you have no self-accountability and Mm. you stand, then you stand for nothing. You don't hold yourself to a standard. And everyone should have a set of standards. Right. Right. Absolutely true. I want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing your thoughts, your views, and insightful information. Please let everyone know once again where they can find your beautiful face. (laughs) So yeah, uh, again, on Blue of Blues Tunes, you could find me on Twitch. That is Blues Tunes. And instead of O's, it's zeros because I'm unique. And you could also find me on YouTube as a true crime enthusiast. Thank you so much. This has been another episode of Mama Gigi Safe Haven, where everyone's opinion matters, counts, and this is a where you Thank you so much, and have a lovely day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>